and welcome to Powerhouse Podcast. This is Olga. Um, so anyway, the idea of the podcast is to empower people, especially motivated and curious students, to be themselves and to support one another by sharing and listening. If it makes you think, I really hope that's, I, I hope that's what it does. I just hope it makes people think, it makes people wonder, keeps them curious, keeps them feeling connected, like a breath of fresh air for all of us a little bit stuck at home right now or wherever we are. Um, so yeah, anyway, with time in our hands right now, let's chat. Welcome to part 8 of Powerhouse Podcast. We'll be chatting with Annie about what it means for us to live freely and adventurously as a woman. We'll tell you a story um, a few years back when we took a trip to New York as two young girls and got followed by a random person, didn't realize it for possibly an hour and then ended up having to hide in the church. So yeah, we'll tell you the story and a few other stories about adventure and keeping safe as a girl. And we'll also will catch up with Annie about exchange experiences and isolation and other thoughts. Um, so yeah, tune in. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So this is Annie, everyone. Um, so Hello. we know each other from high school. And she's um, a really bright and very like positive and bubbly person, but actually she gets she can get quite deep and quite thoughtful with her views on the world. And she's someone who I think is always incredibly curious about the world around her, about the people around her, very caring as well. And she's got some pretty cool career goals as well. So yeah, with nothing further for me to say Annie tell us a little bit about you where are you from what are you studying what are some of your hobbies interests yeah well yay hello um first thanks for having me because this all like goes back at you I can't believe that like you're saying the things about me that I feel towards you so anyway we'll start with that <laughs> but um as far as I am going now um I'm at NYU in my third year um, this is definitely a weird time to be in New York. How have you been keeping yourself busy with isolation and how has it been for you to be in isolation in New York? Uh, so that's a good question. New York has definitely been hit pretty hard uh, as far as the isolation guidelines. Um, or honestly, the guidelines are less harsh, but the impact has been pretty big. So I'm trying to stay inside, you know, for real as best I can. Mm-hmm. Um for me, something really essential has been, um, I mean, staying moving. I try to do, we have a very small apartment. Um, and so we actually like move our table in the living room so that we can do yoga. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we have a little space to put yoga mats down. I can down, absolutely um, relate because I also free. live in a tiny apartment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and especially you and I are both like pretty tall girls. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm trying to like kick over chairs. <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's been like definitely a coping mechanism for me right now. Something I always love. It's definitely it's kind of a scary time. Um, there are moments where mm-hmm. I just feel so frustrated and sad and angry. Um, of course, 
Um, I mean, and I'm grateful not to be completely alone, though. I'm here with my roommate, mm-hmm. um, who's wonderful. If you're listening to this, love you. <laughs> um, and, you know, calling friends. I think like this, honestly, um, just feeling, finding ways to feel connected to people. Definitely a weird feeling because New York is sort of a city that never stops. Um, But I actually have this, I mean, this amazing video that I took when me and my roommate and I, um, just before the official lockdown, we'd walked all the way to Times Square. We're in uh, lower Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And we walked up to Times Square and there was almost nobody there. Um, and it was just totally crazy usually the neighborhood's bustling um that I'm in right now but you know you walk around the streets and very few people out um everyone has masks so and you know um I know it's been hard on a lot of small businesses um New York is full of these like little restaurants and you know coffee shops and like comedy clubs and movie theaters um and all those places are closed down now so that's definitely sad um I know it's a necessary measure but it's definitely Mm -hmm. weird to feel New York so uh, slowed down right now mm-hmm. slowed down so how do you think this is gonna impact the city and like in the longer term keeping a positive mindset yeah. that hopefully this is gonna eventually get better <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah I, I do believe that it will actually and um mm-hmm. I mean honestly if we're sort of um you know, maybe ending my response on a positive note. Um, well, first, it is it is sad and scary that a lot of people have um, have lost jobs, um, have you know businesses have closed. But I actually, as far as all that goes, I feel very confident in New Yorkers' ability to, um, you know, once this is over, and even right now, just to support each other um, and to come together. There's already mm-hmm. all these different funds that are set up. Uh, little private funds and GoFundMes um, that are uh, pooling resources together for like restaurant workers mm-hmm. um, and other you know people who lost their jobs because of uh, the closings of all these businesses. And it's been just very and you know there's lots of different places that are actually giving out free meals um, to kids who would usually be getting lunch at school. Yeah, and maybe can't afford it. Um, so it's it's very sweet actually to see. Um, everyone coming together and yeah once this is eventually over it's definitely it's scary because you know the economy is going to take a hit mm-hmm. but I do believe that like New York's always going to be New York um you know no matter what happens people bounce back and are okay and are sort of in it together um and that's a very reassuring feeling it is for sure sounds like something you're very passionate about as well have you participated in any of these initiatives knowing you are I feel like you would have yeah 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 um I did I, a lot of what I do is just research like I I kind of try to research up op- and like circulate uh options as far as this goes like there's different uh I mean I think that spreading information is one thing that's really important and like um, genuine helpful yeah. information exactly mm-hmm. right like it's kind of about curating um like different resources um, mm-hmm. and different like workers funds that I found um, mm-hmm. and trying to get the word out about those. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, cause I mean, it's hard. I want to do things, but like generally the best thing I can do is like spread the information, call the people I care about and stay home, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, but in normal life, I'm studying political theory and psychology. I also took mm-hmm. Arabic for a couple of years. Um, I'm hoping to go to law school. Arabic. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, so I speak that a little bit. Um, and also French and Spanish from high school. So I love languages. That's like my oh, hobby. Wow, yeah, um, yeah trying to brush up on them a little bit uh, during the quarantine. 
Um, mm-hmm. and that's something we have in common I feel yes. like the language is not a hobby <laughs> exactly I actually okay not to like start reminiscing too early but I remember <laughs> you would like I still remember that you taught me that the filler word in Russian is tipa Do yeah you... that's right <laughs> right I remember thinking I was like this is the coolest thing ever <laughs> so well that's... I'm so impressed you remember yeah and that's that was actually so on long. a New York trip so anyway but we'll more of that later um uh-huh. but um yeah so let's see in in normal life um political theory and psychology I actually I was lucky enough to spend my first year in college abroad I went to Paris um I did an exchange mm-hmm. program with the Sorbonne um and NYU also has like a little tiny campus building thing going on over there too um and let's see I do a lot of yoga I like to run I'm pretty active um I'm walking a lot in the city um Mm -hmm. I love to like I mean I love art I love looking at it I can't make all of it myself but uh (laughs) you and I used to like to do also so um yeah I mean we'll get I guess we'll get into more aspects of that later but that's the basics at least I love that so talking a little bit more about your degree so you said it's psychology and politics wait what was it again yeah Sorry. political theory and psychology oh, no political worries. theory. it's kind so of what like is big. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah no that wasn't that was my fault for not explaining but what I'm actually the program yeah, I didn't ask you to it's in... not your fault at all no 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 <laughs> you're so good um and well it gives me a good chance to like riff on this whole program a little bit because I'm in this weird special NYU program um uh-huh. that's called like it's called Gallatin Gallatin School of Interdisciplinary like individualized mm-hmm. study um mm-hmm. and you essentially get to create a concentration yourself so like technically your major is like whatever you want it to be you have an advisor who you work with and so it has to be coherent obviously you can't just do something like you can't just take random courses um mm-hmm. but it's nice because it gives you a little bit of flexibility to go broader and deeper than um some other like regular majors would like uh there's like very mm-hmm. requirements um so i've been taking like politics courses philosophy psychology um and you know there's some basic like science requirements and stuff um but anyway that's how that goes that's really cool that you get to create your own concentration and also I really like how you described it something that's broader and deeper yeah that's really interesting that's definitely something even my degree is like quite specific because I'm doing business I'm doing like commerce it's called here uh-huh. and um, I think the broader the deeper part definitely is part of it and then broader it's only within business that is broad but then I feel like we've got this thing called breadth which is like you get to take random subjects that are just offered by the university in general Mm -hmm. so if you have an interest in languages you could take languages or you could take like science classes or other stuff so I've been taking that opportunity to kind of explore into all these other fields that I have an interest in as well yeah so I think that's actually isn't that a big thing in education especially now everyone is like I want to go broad I want to study all these (laughs) random things right 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 I think yeah there's definitely a demand for like well it depends who you are I suppose but um a lot of people that I know are really into the idea of like just study being able to study lots of different stuff because this is sort of the I mean it's definitely not the only time we'll have to learn stuff but it's it's the only time where your job is just to learn stuff you know (laughs) so it's definitely Mm -hmm. like you know for me I mean, man, I love college. Like, <laughs> I am excited to, like, get into the real world and all that. And I have a, I have a job also. Um, I guess I, I should have mentioned that earlier, but I work for a nonprofit um, that does oh. educational programming in Haiti. 
Um, I also speak French oh, wow, Creole. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, whoa, yeah, stop, stop gassing me. <laughs> <You're cool>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's like another, yeah, I mean, I'm flopping around my, like, my life here, but, um, I also was working on, um, a project in Haiti while I was in high school. And so that gave me like a little bit of background on that. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I love to work, but I also, it's made me appreciate, um, for me at least uh my classes and like just this the sort of space to explore what I'm interested in so anyway Mm -hmm. yeah honestly yeah that approach I sort of take a similar perspective on this as well like a space to explore and especially exactly you get the chance to concentrate all of your time and it's okay for you and it's expected of you almost (laughs) and you're encouraged to take this time to just explore whatever you're interested in learn all you can and it's just I think that's pretty beautiful and I literally feel the same way you do that it's like I'm excited (laughs) to go out there in the world but I kind of will always miss this time when I just had the absolute freedom to study and to learn yeah and to me it's like sometimes it's like oh my god what do I do but that freedom is because it could be overwhelming right sometimes it's like how do I organize my time but then when you do find the things you enjoy doing you're like oh my god this was so worth the struggle that I had before (laughs) trying to choose something I like yeah yeah um okay oh really cool and also to touch a little bit upon your exchange um in France I really actually would be interested to talk more about this because we both have done exchange but tell us a little bit tell us like three main things you loved about it and maybe like a couple things you didn't like so much Ooh, okay good question um I'll try to do like a, a rapid fire summary here um what I <laughs> loved well for, okay first one I guess big point what I both loved and did not love about it was that they really kind of just threw us into the pot <laughs> there was I said there was a campus but there's literally like one building that's an NYU building um and there's a dorm and you have mm-hmm. to like take the train between them every day so like we started off right away not really having a campus like we, we were sort of in the whole city um with very little infrastructure so I mean I, I love mm-hmm. that because um I mean it gave me the chance to grow really quickly in in different ways um obviously mm-hmm. I had a lot of American students who I was hanging out with but um you know mm-hmm. I was able to to meet French people in various uh I mean, like, I made friends in the park, honestly, um, you know. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I love that phrase. No infrastructure, like, led you into a chance to grow. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think that, yeah, I I loved it. Um, I think for some people, I know it it wasn't, it didn't work out as well because, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, some people prefer more infrastructure, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, if, yeah, if we're talking about adventure, I certainly, I enjoyed that. I appreciate it at least. Um, yeah. A little teaser there about adventure <laughs> that we're going to talk about later. Exactly. Yeah. But I guess that's very in keeping with, I think how, I mean, how I see you at least and how in general, I think I am is that I like to, um, you know, have a little bit of challenge, a little bit of freedom to, um, to explore mm-hmm. and to discover stuff. And I, and I feel like I did um yeah I have a lot of friends freedom as a challenge yeah. look at that that's another powerful <laughs> thought right there yeah exactly um so that's all right big for first big one um both like goes into likes and dislikes column I guess um mm-hmm. I loved uh that my French is fluent now um that was mm-hmm. fantastic I, I mean I wish that I could do that for like every language I know because that really made it made it better for sure um the immersion um and I love 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, I just love, I love Paris. <laughs> That's where I was. I mean, <laughs> I, there's no, there's nothing really to say about that, except I'm so grateful that I was able to live there so young. Um, it's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's full of culture. Um, obviously. Um, I mean, the it's funny, people always talk about Parisians being like rude and, you know, but I think it's a similar, I, I guess that's how New York can be. <laughs> but, but yeah. um, you know, I mean, rude until you know them. And I think then they're just incredibly warm. Um, you know, <laughs> rude until you met with them. Isn't that a lot of people? Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, in my experience, I, I like Parisians at least. And the young people are really nice mm-hmm. too. Um, things I did not like, I guess. Um, I mean, I think that there was definitely some trial and error as far as like, as far as being a young kid thrown into that environment like I had I was mm-hmm. I turned 19 while I was there um and you know suddenly I'm, mm-hmm. I'm by myself like away from my parents in a different country drinking is legal like I would go out all the time which was really fun but I definitely like you know like learned I actually got sick of it to be honest <laughs> I kind of got, I got yeah. sick of partying my first year it was really fun but like you know maybe we'll put that in the cons column um yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's, that's, that's it. I guess that kind of sums it up. More pros than cons for me, for sure. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, sounds like you definitely learned a lot. And I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. Yeah, today. what was another little session? Yeah, and I want to briefly touch on like, tell me, tell me about your experience abroad. Like, I, I guess, uh, I don't even know what to say, what abroad like is, because when you were in high school, you were kind of abroad too. <laughs> but I guess what I mean is like yeah. exchange more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. So I, yeah, like you said, I already studied abroad. So I actually went on an exchange semester. So I went abroad while being abroad. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which was an interesting decision that actually took a long time to make because I realized I'd kind of got into a comfort zone here in Melbourne mm-hmm. so I was kind of like I, I felt like I had the friends and I had this structure down and I kind of just felt comfortable and then I applied it was really interesting because like obviously you apply quite in advance right so you just kind of when you apply for exchange you're like well maybe I won't even get in right right you know <laughs> so that was kind of my mindset initially I was like it'd be interesting and then I don't know we'll see what happens and then like fast forward I don't know a few months and then I hear that I so there's like this whole process of like uni applying it on different stages so it's like your uni has to nominate you then the other uni has to I don't know it's just like all these things you have to apply like separate like several times to separate things it's just kind of like a little bit frustrating but also makes you think more because every time you do that commitment of applying again (laughs) or like adding another step you're like am exactly. I really into this and then it made me think really like okay if this actually happens would I right. go so I ended up I really wanted to go to Asia because that's one region that I didn't know that well at all mm-hmm. so I was like well I also speak a bit of Chinese I was like maybe I could do China and do like an immersion like you said get fluent in the language because that's the best way when you're really totally, immersed totally. But then I felt like could be a bit of a big culture shock for only one semester because I was thinking of doing only a semester, not a mm-hmm. year. So I was like, well, how do I go somewhere in Asia that I'll be able to speak English? And, you know, right, so it was like right. Hong Kong or Singapore were basically two ones. And I was pretty equal between the two. I honestly don't even remember what in the end maybe prioritized Singapore. I think it was just something that I really liked about it's that air of like digital technological yeah. futuristic yeah. 
yeah. that whole like vibe that it has around it. it that I was like really kind of drawn to so I was like okay I want to see what that yeah, looks like yeah the future yeah, I, was gonna say, I get a sense that it's like very forward thinking and I haven't even been there you know in a certain way it's very it's very like digitally technologically advanced and they just embrace ideas I love it like they do things so quickly there too if they get an idea like all these buildings get just they just pop up around the city it's really incredible um yeah so pretty much decided to go to Singapore and then when I went I had a similar experience to yours initially so I went early actually because I didn't get on-campus housing so I had to I was like, well, am I even going to go? Like, I'm not going to have anyone to go. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, so I ended up going early and staying actually with a friend who is from Singapore, which was amazing. She was like, the support that I honestly just appreciate so, so much. She's listening now. I hope she's (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so I ended up just like, literally, I had like, honestly, like 60 or 70 chats on WhatsApp at one point with all these different random people either who had a room or had an apartment or like real estate agents or just all these random people who possibly could have housing that was not too far from uni. So that was really stressful because I had to do that. And I ended up finding an apartment I really liked, but then it was difficult to coordinate with the girls because some of them haven't arrived yet. So we had to be in like different time zones and they're all from different countries. So I had to like explain to them what is going on in Singapore in some cases it didn't make sense to them because it's not how it works in their country so they like doubted if I was telling them the truth because they didn't know me (laughs) so just all these (laughs) layers to it that were crazy but ended up working out so I lived in an apartment with three other girls one from Brazil one from Sweden Mm. and one from the UK so yeah it was quite an experience even like setting up in Singapore and then so yeah I guess like throwing my own question yeah. <laughs> to me was like the the good and the bad was the bad was definitely the setup I wanted to get credit for the classes that I took there and I wanted them to be relevant to my degrees because I was at the business right. school so I was like literally just struggling so much figuring out like is this class okay is it not then I had like <clears throat> the good thing is you submit them and then my university even before I take the class reviews it so then they tell me like yeah we would approve this for credit before I take it which is really nice because then I know but finding that class was so difficult so I ended up actually um, meeting quite a few people obviously there in the same situation with all of us confused or trying to find spots in classes or trying to figure out classes and schedules that was incredibly stressful I think for no reason to be honest just for lack of support from the universities Um, so that was definitely a down moment and then um, I think the rest of it was honestly I loved it I mean I loved actually the type of person that came to Singapore it was like a very adventurous like student especially like business school but also the other faculties and we all got to meet each other and it's like because Singapore is a very it's a very specific mm-hmm. place right it speaks like people there speak English but it's very international it's very diverse mm-hmm. and it's like this tiny country that serves as a gateway from Asia to the western world yeah. sort of and it's like a huge shipping port as well. So there's just so many different types of businesses that I guess are present. So it's just really interesting that I feel like everybody was so open-minded, different types of um, backgrounds and different experiences. That was really just mind-blowing to just realize how many people, of all kinds of random life experiences there are and who are like my yeah. age, you know? So like even because I have a bit of a like, 
you know, random background mm-hmm. of all these places that I've studied in or interned at or yeah. lived in. And I've met so many people there who weren't surprised by that at all. And then they tell me their background and I would be like, well, blown away. I'd be like what? How? Yeah. So it's really cool to just kind of be on that page with so many people. And yeah. And then, of course, there are people who it was like their first time going abroad and they were telling us so many things about their home. And it was just really cool to have that whole that exchange. Oh, so cool, yeah. Um, yeah. Exchange. It, it was an exchange in every I love sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I also loved Singapore. I loved how um, it was incredibly safe. That was honestly such a... It, it's nothing I ever really thought about before. Because, like, imagine this. I have to finish a group project at uni, and we're working. So, like, there's five of us or four of us right. on the group, um, in the group. And we're just, like, um, two other people can't do any other day, but they can only meet at 7 p.m. on, like, right. Tuesday. And then if you're working in a group project, it'll take a few hours. So then we end up finishing like 9.30. And I just walked home from university yeah. alone. That, yeah. Like I would have never been able to do that. And that made me so happy. I was like, whoa. And it made me realize how many hours a day a woman loses because she doesn't feel safe walking yeah. alone in the dark. And to be honest, People tell me maybe you shouldn't have walked alone in the dark, even in Singapore, <laughs> but I did it and I felt okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, even not in the dark, in so many cities, like a woman is not comfortable to right. walking out. But it's like, imagine normally in different cities, I guess it depends, but it gets dark at like what, six, seven, to get, I guess yeah, in the winter yeah, earlier yeah. and the summer later. But like, that's, I don't know, at least like three hours a day five days a week that we lose like I totally like go into a discussion about that like literally an hour ago actually I was mm-hmm. um what we went for uh like an Easter walk just you know because we haven't been out of the apartment in a while and so we walked across Manhattan it was pretty empty um but like as the sun was setting um I mean like mm-hmm. we got I almost want to give like a trigger warning right now you can like bleep this word out if you need to but like this guy starts following us mm-hmm. and um he's like I love you. I'm in love with you, both of you. And then we don't answer and we keep walking. And he goes, I'm not a rapist, I promise. And we were like, wow, okay. <laughs> like, that that makes you really attractive to us. And that's kind of something that happens, like, on the daily. There's a great account actually called Cat Calls of New York. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Yep. Yeah. And actually, yeah, my I've friend and roommate mm-hmm. in Paris started that and uh, is the head of it. So that's a fun fact. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, she was That's like a year so older cool. than me, and I'm like too cool for me. But she's she's awesome. Um, so everyone check that out if you're <laughs> listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely just a part of like existing as a as a woman, or you know, as a female presenting person. Um, honestly, like mm-hmm. my um, one of my other roommates is a gay man who will often be like very femme presenting, and like he gets catcalled all the time too, um, which is just interesting to look at. But like, you know, any sort of like femininity, um, you know, if you're a woman, you gotta like, you know, gotta watch out and it's crazy. Let's you gotta watch out and you gotta just make all these calculations in your head all the time like okay what time is it gonna get dark how long is it gonna take me to get here am I gonna be alone am I gonna have it's just all these extra efforts that you're putting in constantly exactly and it gets normal but like when you think about how much effort it takes it's definitely mind-boggling yeah so that's kind of what Singapore really pointed out to me when I didn't have to like I could just you know take the bus on my own it didn't feel 
like I felt okay no, no, no. all these yeah. things I mean I do that in other cities you could do that in other cities but depending on the time of day and the neighborhood in Singapore it could be just That's anywhere exactly. you could just take the bus on your own yeah, where are you going? period yeah yeah and it just yeah it just made me think I was like oh my god this is beautiful I wish more places in the world were safe like this because it creates this environment where you can actually do what you actually want to do instead of being limited by all these like safety concerns and it goes beyond just women just you know even like children for example like taking the bus to school not everybody right in every country totally could, yeah could do that so yeah it really <sighs> made me think about how important safety is to progress and I think that's a big big advantage Singapore has and why they've gone so far ahead in like growing as an island nation is because they've yeah. got the safety and another thing is they're focused on like education and like progress and new ideas i saw some of these buildings i was looking at them and i was like how <laughs> what like how did they right. make this happen how did this how was this why doesn't it fall like there's right. so many questions and they integrate like green spaces all throughout it feels so futuristic like sometimes you're Where like oh I? my god right. like what like you're walking up ab- yeah above all these roads like through this really cool like high-tech building it's just like it's mind-blowing there's so many moments when i was like by myself walking through the city or with friends and we would all just be like holy shit this I place want to visit now like so bad <laughs> you give me the oh bug. my god yeah definitely yes one day yeah it's really it's really cool but another thing I that made me think as well as was how much I was missing wild yeah nature, that's yeah. the term just like yeah you know just like a a little walk by like I don't know finding a stream somewhere and they have actually lots of parks there but it's different because the weather is really hot <laughs> especially for me like it was like wearing a plastic bag 24 7 I was just oh always God. sweating yes I know the feeling <laughs> yes. so yeah I guess yeah, that's kind of a little summary and that wasn't even little to be honest I think our conversation is gonna go on for at least an hour oh, I, I have hope plenty of have time. time sorry to your listeners but like we have too much to talk about <laughs> but you know I'm no this is good this is good but anyway oh my gosh yeah no I'm excited Mm -hmm. to hear about that that's good stuff so um something so something that we were planning for this conversation so this was honestly just the intro well that was a beautiful intro (laughs) long but nice I think it's also because we've had such a already exactly it is no so we're taking a little I'm Um, taking a selfish moment because I want to hear about how you are so you know good good stories in the meantime though mm mm-hmm (laughs) perfect um so yeah so we were gonna talk a little bit about a story like do a little bit of a story time um so Annie and I back in high school did a trip to New York just the two girls together and the idea of the trip was to check out some of the unis that are universities that are in the area but that we were interested in and also to just do a little fun trip and visit the city um because we were in high school in Boston, so we could just take the train and kind of go into New York like that. So it was really, really adventurous. And we were quite young, and we were, so, like, yeah, let's we do were this. Young. Like not thinking back on that now, that was that was like one of the first times that I'd really just you know got up and gone like by myself or with a friend. Um, yeah, the first, I mean, mm-hmm. the first of few, I think, for both of us. But like that was definitely for me. It was. It felt like a milestone, <laughs> you know. 
definitely oh my I, god Annie yeah. same I'm glad you say that because that's how <laughs> I feel it was like well. here we are in the city it was so exciting um, you know literally and then okay so let's recall a little bit to to the story so the way I remember it and I guess we could all just we could both just keep adding little yes. details as we go along um but yeah we wanted to check out the universities and then we just happened to have like the weekend free both of us and we decided why not go and then you kind of were the insider because you like <clears throat> grew up going to New York and I've been before but more as like a tourist and not really as a student visitor right. so it was different um so we had to plan it out and plan how to take the train then what time we're gonna get there and like what we're gonna do and where we're gonna go and it really helped to have Aww. you on board because you knew the city quite well I remember like taking the train and stuff like you didn't feel too like confused because you really yeah, know what yeah. you have to do <laughs> um and I just kind of tagged along with your plan and with your direction it seemed like I knew what I was doing because I probably didn't <laughs> I remember you were so organized like honestly I remember while we were while we were planning like that's what I appreciated so much was that we like wrote down okay this is what time our train is like this is how early we're gonna need to get there and like having that all in the background made it so much easier at least for me because then we like had that room to explore you know mm-hmm yeah, definitely. I think that's what we did. We like had a bit of structure, but then we also had the yeah. room to explore the city. Because when we got there, we definitely walked around a bit and we um, explored. And especially like me being such a tourist, I was like, oh my God, I want to go to the Central Park. <laughs> I want to like feel these things. I remember I made oh my God. photos of me. <laughs> and, oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. See, this is so good because it's all like coming back to me now. I remember that we were like, uh, kind of by where Columbia is I guess and like we were walking around um Barnard and like was, that was that's right wasn't it like I'm there's this photo that I have in my mind of us on a bridge like something like that yes yeah. oh my god I love photo. that photo. I love that I actually I also remember um we were staying in my grandparents apartment they weren't there like a little studio and it was like way on the upper west side I'm really like, getting breakfast I remember like walking around Central Park like there's so so many little details um that were just like so fun and so fun for like two high school girls very exciting <laughs> for me at least definitely I remember that I remember the breakfast and I remember like I have a photo somewhere where I you're looking out remember. of the window and it's like black <laughs> and white and it's like the most artsy <laughs> photo I probably had and I was so proud of yeah. taking it because it was actually candid like you were just looking out of the window and I it was took good I usually hate photos photo. myself but I like that one <laughs> you're a good photographer <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah and we looked at school it, well it's so funny to me Olga because NYU was actually the first school that I ever visited and it is where I am now like that's exactly where I ended up and I actually remember that you were the one who was like no definitely NYU has like a more lively vibe like I remember I remember you saying that and I was like yeah I like them both like I guess I agree and then you know thinking more about it I was like this is where I have to be honestly and it was actually where I ED'd even so that was like a very formative trip in many ways actually now that I'm thinking about it like who knows if I'd be here yeah oh my god <laughs> super crazy that's amazing you see sometimes two high school girls <laughs> being a random trip ends up being a big decision it really decision was it really was in it the really end was. Yeah, that independence I guess yeah and it's actually the fact that exactly you did it like you know it was your own initiative and it was just you and a friend and that 
probably is more empowering as well because you're like well I genuinely that is a genuine expression right right and I mean I think what I loved about it then is actually what or you know what I loved it's funny because I think that that trip sort of encompassed some of the feeling that I just love about being here so much which is the feeling of like freedom in a way um like that New York gives you just Mm -hmm. that it's full of so many different types of people and like you know everybody just you you leave your apartment and you walk and you can go anywhere and like you're surrounded by all this new stuff and different parks and different food and different cultures um yeah and I mean there's always something happening and uh you know that was what was fun about the trip and it's what's fun about going to school here now for sure it's like what I love about the city in general Oh wow, that's a little yeah. inside scoop <laughs> into New York as well. For anybody you come visit planning me. it's trip. great. <laughs> maybe not right now, but <laughs> oh, one day. Oops. Yeah, Sometimes maybe not right now. Soon. Oh man. But yeah. Oh my gosh, oh. and I remember well. <laughs> I remember walking around that we did have. We already talked a little bit about what it's like to like feel safe and to be catcalled, but that was like, that was actually you know it's funny mm-hmm. that was one of the first times because I hadn't walked around a city by myself a lot like one of the first times that I remember ever being followed mm-hmm. by somebody because we were like I you remember that right yep I remember that I didn't yeah. even, you were actually like more vigilant than I was in this case because we got on a train and there was like you know a kind of a, a probably homeless looking guy um who kind of followed us onto the train and was staring. And then we got off the train and I didn't realize until like blocks later, I, I specifically remember we were in a store. We were in like Uniqlo or something. <laughs> but I remember yeah, yeah. we were like, I need to turn around and leave the building now. And the same guy was coming up the stairs <laughs> following us. And that was just like, crazy <laughs> and then we hit in the church we were by st patrick's this is like these, these are just you know big landmarks so i feel like it's okay to like you know give the exact location here but um yeah i mean that was like yeah where we well that was where i thought would be like safe you know just because like literally a church mm-hmm. <laughs> and also <laughs> and also like you know a big um you know, pe- lots of people there. Um, and I do remember, and then actually it's funny because I remember mm-hmm. that it was like a great church also. <laughs> so, you know, it was like a blessing in disguise that we got to look at it. Like yeah. This, but... Definitely. What I, yeah, I remember pretty much the same, but I, I just remember like on the, even before, I remember you debriefing me and being like, when you walk around the city, you either look straight ahead or you look down, like you don't look at the people around oh you, you don't make any <laughs> eye contact, which was like, which was like crazy to me because I'm like, How, what? Because that was something that overwhelmed me at, at New York. Like I had to constantly pretend That's like so I didn't God. see anyone. <laughs> and I just had so much trouble doing right. that because I just, you know, like I'm used to, I guess, a smaller place and kind of right. being a bit more comfortable and I guess like you said New York just has this like energy of all these different things and people yeah and I remember constantly reminding myself okay look down look ahead look down look ahead (laughs) and when we were we were no don't don't you were doing the right thing you were debriefing me on how to be safe and um so we were on the subway and then yeah I think right I think we're on the subway and then so there was this guy who looked a little bit a little bit just like he was just didn't have anywhere to go you know sometimes people just stand there and they yeah, just they don't exactly. look like they have a purpose they're just kind of 
so that's kind of the vibe he had and then so of course meeting me I was looking at him and then I made eye contact with him accidentally and I got freaked out because he just kept staring and I was like oh my god what have I done like I was terrified and I was quite young actually I don't know if this was on the same subway ride or a different one but there was another moment when I was, we were also on the train and this guy walked in onto the subway and he was like a very big guy like scary yeah. looking sort of like strong looking and I was also <laughs> meeting me I just looked at him and then <laughs> so, <laughs> so he looked back at me and he just takes out a um, card. card like um personal yeah oh my personal God. Card, he's like, Give I it forgot to me. about like, that <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he was part of this like volunteer group to I keep remember. the subway safe right. so it's just like random people who give their time i guess they're all like <laughs> strong looking people i totally forgot but, about yeah. that that was so interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. so i remember that as well i don't know if that was this i think that was a different train ride but it was like yeah very interesting as well and I was like oh my god I looked at him he's gonna like what have I done not again. This disrespectful he's gonna know I'm not from New York that's so funny I, I totally forgot yeah you're absolutely right about that that was such an unusual little thing but it was really cool yeah I mean it's funny like mm-hmm. now that I'm, I've lived in New York for for a while like for you know more than a year um it it's sort of it becomes a habit to mm-hmm. like not really make eye contact with people and I get it's not it's not necessarily like oh my god if you mm-hmm. make eye contact with someone like you're done for you know <laughs> it just happens by accident but it's definitely true <laughs> and I, I you know it's so ingrained in me now but like if you like make eye contact with the man that you're passing um especially if it's like you know someone who doesn't really look like they have a place to go or like construction workers or something like you know you're gonna get yelled at (laughs) which is like and sometimes you can handle that um Mm -hmm. but just in general that's it's crazy that that's um like a thing and I I don't really think about it very much but yeah no it's true women are okay usually (laughs) but you know better best to be careful (laughs) oh man yeah definitely especially like yeah like for me huge city like that's really overwhelming like because of this because there's just so many different people and I definitely there's no way to know all of them and it's just kind of that feeling of just yeah it's overwhelming but I remember yeah so we got out of the subway and we like walked around I think you were just showing me like some of the main landmarks and we're just walking around I was taking photos um and uh, yeah we walked into the store for whatever reason and then as we're going on the escalator I remember looking down and seeing the guy like a few meters behind also going towards the escalator and I was like what the hell because it's been probably it's probably been like at least a half an hour maybe more that we got out of the subway that we saw him so it's like that entire time yeah was just that's trailing behind us like I can't even yeah and I remember yeah I remember telling you and I remember actually it's interesting because you remember me telling you to go down but I actually remember (laughs) you like maybe even taking oh my, my hand God. or something like literally just the second we right. got up the escalator maybe we just turned around and you like go back down and That's we just started crazy. going back on the escalator i think we didn't even walk into the right. store technically we just literally like got up the right. escalator and then went straight back down and then we like 
I don't remember if you told me where we're going. You were right. just like, we're going to say <laughs> something. And like, I was like, oh, we're going to a church. And I was like, yes, let's go. I, was, I literally didn't know right. what to do. I was like, what do you do when that happens? Like, you just right. make default. Like, what's going to happen? Do we run? Like, <laughs> literally, all these thoughts in my head. And then you seem to know the solution. You're like, let's go to the church. So, we, oh, And that's gosh. not something right. that would have come to me. But it was right. genius. You're like, he's not going to go in there. So we just go to the church and yeah, like you said, it was beautiful as well. It was a nice little <laughs> landmark as well to see. Oh <laughs> and yeah, he didn't go in. So for anyone listening, it's a good yeah. safe safe tip yeah, yeah. in the city it is. To Actually, to I haven't, now that I've lived here, I have a second like safety tip for women visiting New York, um, which is often uh-huh. um okay when I say the word bodega I don't even know if that makes sense to somebody who doesn't live in New York but like basically little corner stores um that just sell like you know sometimes there's basic groceries there's like candy cigarettes all that stuff oftentimes if you go in there um Mm -hmm. the guys at the corner like at the in the bodega will have like a baseball bat or something like they're they're like generally ready to all of them obviously but like you know like especially um I I now live in the east village I live in alphabet city and it's kind of like a tighter knit community and you start to know people and so like those are the guys who you know Mm -hmm. are the women who like have your back like it's almost a joke at this point like if you know if you're being followed like going to a bodega and they're gonna they're gonna take care of it um <laughs> um, oh but yeah, God. I mean, it's funny. I actually, I probably had no idea what I was doing either. But I was like, okay, that's like, you know, he's not gonna follow us in there. Um, maybe it was something that like my mom had told me. I don't know, but definitely like mm-hmm. that was a crazy episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that brings us to a topic that we've chosen to chat about yeah. more today. I guess a deeper one. Which is what it means to live freely and yeah, we've been as a touching woman. on it a little bit this whole time actually, which is like, so that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel I, I sorry, listeners, where we have a lot to say for sure, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's yeah, I think both of us are quite adventurous, yeah. and we both enjoy freedom, and we both enjoy like the chance to explore things and go abroad and meet other people and kind of just have different experiences but definitely as a woman that part is kind yeah of yeah changes the game really a little does. bit um yeah so I what mean, would you say Annie? it's mm-hmm. um oh my gosh uh there's so much I, I don't know whether to go like broader anecdotal here but I definitely I mean yeah I guess not to not to flex but like I, I in general I would consider myself adventurous at least I guess like I'm curious just the same way that you are I think um, you know, always want to have new experiences, always mm-hmm. want to, you know, like push them a little bit and see what I can do. Um, and that's definitely led to like some interesting adventures and, that I'm very grateful I've been able to have. Like I remember um, something you mentioned when we were talking about this was that one time that I went to Georgia, the, Re- the Republic of, not the state. <laughs> um, and we actually ended up just hitchhiking. I don't know if I even told you this, but um, yeah. What I, crazy, right? I don't know if you did. So yeah, I I definitely remember that when you went, I was like really mad. I was like, look at this girl doing something so cool and so different. So yeah, yeah. you went to um, the Republic of Georgia, and then tell us what, like what was your yeah. Was so I had there was a the really good family friend who lived there, um, and he worked for this um, like ba- basically a publishing house, like a translation agency, um, and he offered to let me. Um, mm-hmm. He had literally like an extra um basically 
like room apartment um that was right near him so I stayed there um Mm -hmm. was super grateful for that and then I was just working for this publishing company for a summer um and you know getting to Mm -hmm. this was back in high school which is actually it is kind of crazy now that I'm like I was Mm -hmm. seven I'm 17 you know um (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great I had him and I had everybody in the office who I knew so that sort of gave me a sense of um like a sense of structure and safety because everybody was so lovely um it's funny but that was sort of like my first you know you talk about how great it was being in Singapore and like meeting these people from all over the world who had all these crazy experiences and that was sort of what it was like except like everybody was older than me Mm -hmm. obviously (laughs) so I felt very like mentored there were a lot of these um, wonderful women a lot of whom were Georgian um one of whom like worked for Oxfam and was Scottish um another one there was a a guy uh, from the Netherlands Uh um there and like uh, also there was a Brazilian woman I think, but um yeah you know just sort of people from all over who uh-huh. uh, tend you know like to travel. Um, I remember I met like Turkish people, um, you know just people from all over. Um, anyway, yeah, and I actually ended up visiting Georgia wow. again a couple of years later just to visit, and that's when we were hitchhiking because uh, I had made some really close friends. Um, both men, uh, two men and a woman, um, who were just two years older than me, um, and uh-huh. actually Georgians. Another, another little fun fact: I found to be just so incredibly friendly um, and like very welcoming of guests. Um, I mean, I feel like that's a mm-hmm. huge culture. Yeah, oh I've been when I was little. Actually, that's right. And that's, that's right. exactly the impression I had. Everybody's so like kind-hearted and genuinely just friendly it's 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 beautiful actually like it's not even exaggerating like they're probably some of the kindest people I've ever met in my life like they just want to (laughs) to welcome you they want to give you things they just want you to feel good and welcome welcome yeah I mean I love hearing you say that because a lot of people when I talked about how much I loved it they were like oh that's great but you know it's probably just because it's like the first foreign country that you visited but like no I've been around at this point and that is like Mm -hmm. they were just so unparalleled and how hospitable they were um in my experience at least um and so Mm -hmm. yeah it was lovely I mean um my friend's family um uh offered to have me stay with them the second time I went and you know like he he was like we're totally happy to have Mm -hmm. you and you know I was Mm -hmm. like you know like please come and I was like yeah okay great (laughs) I will. And I did. And it was so lovely. Aww. But I mean, what I realized once I got there was that like, there was literally one bedroom and there was, it was a family of like five people. And, you know, and so like, I almost felt bad, but like, it wasn't even a problem for them. Like, you know, the, my friend and his brother were like sleeping on one bed in the kitchen and like his parents were in the bedroom. And then like, I was kind of in the hallway and like, it was definitely cramped, but like, they were just so yeah. ready and happy to like share that space with me. So that made, you know, that made, um, and then we did crazy stuff like hitchhiking, but like, <laughs> but I mean, just this culture of like total hospital hospitableness. That's totally not a word. Um, that like, Yes, thank you. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Hospitality. What time is it? It's only like it's only nine PM. I have no excuse to be this illiterate. But anyway. <laughs> so funny. It's nine PM. Oh my gosh, that's it's right. 11. Crazy oh, yeah, time zones. Um anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that mm-hmm. was I mean you know, I don't think I I definitely couldn't have done that anywhere else. Like I wouldn't hitchhike anywhere else. But um, you know, you talk about Singapore being safe. Georgia felt very safe to me actually. 
even though like the poverty level is high in certain places everybody's mm-hmm. just like incredibly kind in my experience wow so <laughs> what do you question. think makes this um <laughs> i think i often felt sick well if we're talking about like living freely as a woman to be honest i think one of the um things that made it safe for me was that i was traveling with men who i trusted um so you know to start off from like a very practical maybe mm-hmm. slightly um slightly sad but you know for me it was wonderful um is you know having like masculine men masculine mm-hmm. energy who i was around i totally felt safe and i knew that people <laughs> wouldn't really bother me um you know because i had these guys who would like mm-hmm. back me up or whatever um and i think I, I i would not have felt as safe if it had been like you and me or something like that um which is you know unfortunate but and then I think mm-hmm. in addition to that um Georgians just tend to be you know people in the Caucasus region in general are like pretty friendly <laughs> um but you know but I wouldn't have done it um mm-hmm. if it had if it had just been women for sure maybe if we're talking more about like what can you do um I guess I caught there's a combination of like I think I'm very adventurous, mm-hmm. like the way that you're very adventurous, mm-hmm. but, and, you know, so one, just, you know, being brave, honestly, and being willing to do stuff, but also you got to have that, like, like a little bit of street smarts, like just sort of knowing how to stay in your lane at certain times. And like mm-hmm. if somebody, it, like go with your gut, if something doesn't feel right, or like, um, you know, somebody doesn't feel right, like get out, you know, just get out of there, like get out of the elevator, like walk down a different street, um, you know, don't get into the car if you're hitchhiking, (laughs) like, you know, just sort of trust, trust yourself. Um, And maybe that's a stupid, like, piece of advice. But I do believe that we have like more intuition than we than we think we do, at least. So yeah, so we're gonna do rapify this or that question round. And fun. Whenever you're ready, I'm gonna throw some questions at you. All right, I'm ready. French or Spanish? French. (laughs) Library or museums? Ooh, uh, library. Day or night? Night. Love or money? Love. <laughs> comedy or horror? Ooh, comedy. Boat or plane? Plane. T-shirts or sweaters? Sweaters. Roses or daisies? Roses. Piercing or tattoo? Ah, uh, piercing. Bananas or apples? apples writing poetry or reading poetry reading poetry what is wind what is wind colorless um oh my gosh powerful (laughs) wind good question (laughs) books or magazines uh books beach or mountains beach okay awesome thanks so much annie (laughs) that was fun Alrighty, see you soon. Bye. Woohoo! Well, if you are thinking about something right now, please share it. There's a little instruction on how to do that by sending us a voice message. Whatever you found interesting, whatever is bugging you, whatever you want to share, whatever you want to bring up, any topic that you want to continue talking about that's the way to tell us about it and to continue the chat and to expand the chat and to also feel connected and hopefully good. Alrighty, bye!